Hello and welcome to Chats, a television podcast, season eight, Chats and Prejudice. My name is Alan, and I'm joined by Brains Magellan, the zombie man. Hey, what's what's happening? What's the first line of Pride and Prejudice, Magellan? The first line of Pride and Prejudice is a man, when a guy's rich, he's going to yeah. want to get married. Okay, so then, <laughs> perfect. Thank you. You looked that up? Yeah. Well, no, I memorized it. I mem- nice, I'm memorizing nice. the book sentence by sentence. I've got the first two sentences down so far. You're like freaking B- Boris Johnson memorizing the Iliad. What a loser. <laughs> oh, what a loser. Greek? No, that's cool. That's actually cool. That's the only thing no, I like. No, but it's Boris Johnson doing it, so screw well, out of yeah, here. Yeah, but it's the only thing I like about Boris Johnson. Is that he's he's memorized the Iliad? In the original Greek. I, I, Come on. I, I like There are better things to, to memorize. Things like sure. There are better things. Sure, but I like intellectual parlor tricks. I'm I'm taken by them. Yeah, you can you're you're allowed to stand the kid who can close his eyes and watch all of Shrek. That kid's fine. But <laughs> Boris Johnson's not even canceled, but just not allowed to. We don't want him here. Get in, no, you're not allowed to be on the podcast. I understand. I'm drawing. I'm drawing the distinction between the guy, and but isn't that death of the author? <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> I'm insufferable, y'all. Uh... Welcome to the podcast where we watch and discuss television, classic or otherwise. Um, tonight on Chats and Prejudice, in the final episode of Chats and Prejudice, we are watching a movie together. Uh, we've watched. The original 1995 miniseries. Uh, we've read some of the book. We've watched the Kieran Knightley 2005 movie. And we figured, why, what better place to go than into the realm of fantasy and magic and guns? <laughs> <laughs> That's right, kids. We're watching 2016's Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Wow. <sighs> this film, which we're going to be discussing... Uh, was written, directed and written by Burr Steers, which is a really good name. Yep. And it's based on the novel by Seth Graham Smith. What, hey, what, who also what happens on... when you let, what happens when you let the, what, hold on. What happens when you're in the <laughs> car, two. okay? Uh-huh. And you say, let's, oh wait, okay, I got it, I got it. I, I got it. Okay, take three, take three. What do you call it when the third vice president of the United States sits in the driver's seat? Uh, the third vice president. Third vice president. I have no idea who the third vice president is, so what do you call it? Burstiers. <laughs> <laughs> trash. Trash. <laughs> but good trash and lovable thank trash. Thank you. Thank you. Um. Yeah, folks. We're gonna watch. We're gonna do a live commentary, and we're gonna uh discuss the movie afterwards. This one was brought up by Magellan's mother in the episode of Chats and Prejudice that she was on, my as being about. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mrs. Magellan's mom. Uh, as being halfway decent, I guess. I don't know. I don't remember what she thought of it. Um, she said it took her three she... watches to like it. So to like yeah. it, right? So this is number one, and then every week we're gonna know. Uh, yeah, I liked. I sent Magellan a picture of Seth Graham Smith because he looks like a 15 year old boy um and he wrote that he also wrote uh, abraham lincoln vampire hunter mm-hmm. uh sense and Sel- sensibility and sea monsters um he does a lot of like classic novel plus fantasy slash sci-fi concept tacked onto it it's a cute novelty it's a very 2010s novelty 
So to put out a movie based on one of those books in 2016 is a decision. It's a decision for sure. Yeah. The IMDb summary is as follows. Five sisters in 19th century England must cope with the pressures to marry while protecting themselves from a growing population of zombies. Um, I'll, I'll go into this. I want to say what I want out of this movie, Majan, which is I want Wickham to die. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think you're going to get that. I want Wickham to be zombified and killed. I want the first line to be every man must be in possession of a good Zombie. like double-barreled shotgun. Okay. You might get that as well. I really oh that makes me so just something on the the, the lines of that where they or the likes of that. You know, where, you know what I want? What do you want? I want a moment where Darcy has a mm-hmm. like a shotgun. Yeah. And he's like <laughs> he's like, I love you. And then he has to like shoot a zombie and like and then he says most, most ardently. <laughs> I hope so. That's what I want. God, I hope so. I really liked Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, so I'm feeling good about this one. Yeah, the book was fun. The movie was good. I have no problem with with a dumb action movie. Yeah. Um, I wonder if this one did well. Can I? Can I really quickly look at like the oh, the money I thing? Can't yeah. It You're right. You're right. It had a box office estimate of 28 million, and it cumulative worldwide gross was 16.4 million. Oof. So this movie was a floppity oh, flop. Sorry, baby. Seth. Wow. Did they make Sorry, the Burr. Sense and Sensibility and, Dis- and Sea Monsters into a movie? I think I think so. I think so. I'm looking right now for you, baby. Thank you. Thank you. And? I don't think they did. No, I don't think they did. Why did I think I saw a poster or something? I just saw the book cover. Yeah. But, yeah, I think they wanted to turn this into a franchise, and then they were like, oh, this, this premise is goofy. Before we... um watched the movie i wanted to address an email we got um a little over a week ago at this point from our good friend of the podcast nicholas uh who says the following this is regarding the back end of p and p the 1995 series um and specifically regarding our our third episode discussion uh which was for yeah five and six he says i couldn't find out where the darcy's family exactly came from and i think he's talking about the darcy's family's money um however reading from that time it was almost certainly a mix of property, both local and with trading companies. I'm going to just say India, and I'm going to say opium trade just to make it seem less dreamy, <laughs> <laughs> which is fair. It's almost certain that at least the Darcy family, if not the Bingley and all the rich families, their money comes from uh, less than savory means. That's a thing that the book doesn't really address, neither does the films or anything. That's But yeah, fair point. Um, He goes on, the fact that the Bennett family issue of not having a male heir seems to be that the property is, quote, entailed. Basically, a trust which stipulates a male heir. For someone of high society like Lady Catherine de Bourgh, I guess that she was able to directly inherit her wealth anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, You had mentioned Magellan. I know now the timeline's wacky, but the other podcast we were talk- talking about uh, explained more the Lady Catherine thing um, and how she's able to have property of her own but yeah essentially there was something about how like there wasn't actually universal property law in england at the time it was more so that like these individual estates were bound by different sets of laws for whatever reason um and so longborn in whatever contract or deed stipulates that it has to go to like the next male heir. 
Um, but Rosings doesn't necessarily stipulate that. Oh, so it's just there isn't a universal law. Yeah, there's sort of a patchwork mishmash of different laws that apply to different uh, different things. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, then I start thinking about like, at what point do property laws become universal and who controls that? Mm-hmm. And then my brain like falls out of the scope of pride and prejudice. But I digress. Um, Nick goes on, for the record, I laughed at the Seymour, the house is on fire, even if Magellan <laughs> didn't, which I really, really appreciate. I, people could, I thought I laughed. I think you maybe. Um, I just want people to email me every time they laugh at one of my jokes. I feel like that's what I need for my self confidence. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't actually do that. Uh, he says, I feel like if we're going to censor the swearing on the episodes now, it's only fair that Magellan swears are dubbed over with his mom saying "tisk tisk," <laughs> which it may be referring to one of at least two things. One is when I actually bleeped over yeah, one you or two of your swears. I bleeped myself. He did. It's just, I don't know. I, I'm trying to do it less. And that was mostly just like I was having fun editing. And I was like, I like, the, Audacity has a really easy like generate tone button that just lets you put a beep on something. Mm. Um, it's a really handy feature as if it was designed for bleeping swears. Um, and then the other one where I did the dings every time you said sucks was just for a fun, it was a funny inside joke. Was that Sometimes you do podcasts out of goofs for yourself. It's great. Uh-huh. Um, but that's the end of Nick's email. Thank you very much, Nick chatspot at gmail.com we'll do the plugs at the end yep. but you too can send your emails in about whatever you want that's chats related or not and we will read them on the podcast so let's get into this movie let's we're watching pride prejudice and zombies i'm excited like said, about we're this. going yeah we're gonna watch it live and then we're gonna talk about it afterwards you can listen to them you can link up your movie with ours mm-hmm. we're gonna have our film paused at a certain sync point and then we're gonna do a three two one play and we're gonna watch the movie together and that's gonna be a lot of fun cool so if you're watching at home, we have our movie paused right now at the Sony logo, uh, about five seconds into our rentals of this film. Uh, right when you hear the little Sony bidding, uh, you want to pause your film, you'll see a little flashlight on the letter O, and we're going to do a three, two, one, play, and the next time I say that word, you're going to hit play on your movie. Oops, I said it. The next time. You know what I mean. Here we go. <laughs> Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, starting in three, two, one, play. You want to hear something kind of fucked up? I do. Sorry, messed up. Yeah. Uh, did you know that Pride and Prejudice and Zombies and Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, those books are written by this, this the same guy, Seth Graham Smith. Yeah, that's what I was saying. But, but Sense and Sensibilities and Zombies or and Sea Monsters not? is written by somebody else. What? Yeah. That's lit- that's not. I'm not gonna say that's litigious. I'm not gonna say that he. Like licensed the blank and blank and blank. Pride and Prejudice but, and Zombies and Sense and Sensibility and Sea Monsters came out in the same year. They both came out in two thousand nine. The books did. Yeah, the books both came out. Wow, in Wow, wild. So I don't know what's going on there exactly. Oh, this is just Pride and Prejudice. Well, great. Yes. Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes! stupid. Let's go! Stupid, 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 stupid. Oh, that's even better than I could have ever imagined, dude. Are you kidding? <laughs> Let's be in possession of more brains. The sense of sense, the sense and sensibility in Sea Monsters guy also wrote a book called Android Karenina. Oh, shut up! Yeah, stop. 
Oh my god, Darcy. Colonel Darcy. Excuse me. Yeah. Stupid. Well, my name's Bingley. <laughs> Come on in. Come on in, Lee. Outfits are bad. Sorry, guys. These are boring outfits. Yep. You failed. Ooh, lighting. I'm finishing up some dinner here, folks. Excuse the plate dinging. It wouldn't be a commentary without one of us eating, at least. Ew. Collins. Please be Collins. <laughs> That's really our Darcy. I don't know how I feel about him. Yeah, he's not good. <clears throat> a, little, a little gruff. Yeah. He's just good too Wolverine-y. Mm-hmm. I would love a good uh, card game, though. Huh? There we go. Accurate, accurate. Is that Georgiana on the right? Ooh. <laughs> Turn heads with Darcy. Do all these people live here? <clears throat> I think so. That's interesting. Stop doing that. <laughs> Mrs. Featherstone. Okay, we got new characters. Everyone freaks out. We just play cards. That's all we do. All day. For some reason, Bill's always asking if we can bet brains. But I don't know why. He's weird. Bill's weird. Cool. Cool. God, <laughs> don't explain stupid. it to the audience, Darcy. Thank you, though. Mmm, <laughs> yeah, it's quiet. Cool. My die player. He flips over the ever-elusive brain card. Is there brains <laughs> in this? Oh, it's flies. Okay. Yummy. A potion. Oh, that's kind of interesting. There we go. It's going to be him. Oh, it's going to be Mr. Kingston. This movie's so dumb, dude. Super dumb. <laughs> I'm into it. This is the kind of dumb I like, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching with uh -huh. subtitles, and there was a sound direction that just said buzzing stops in brackets. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Mr. Kingston. I'm a zombie, I guess. Je suis zombie. Oh, my God. That's a cool way to not show the violence, though. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah. Well, that was something, I guess. One nil. Feels weird that zombies. This is like a version of zombies I don't think I've ever seen. What do you mean? This, like, 
they can secretly live amongst us still kind of thing yeah it's a little it's pretty it's a it's a bit unique it's it's like very vampire-y or yeah Wow, they're really not showing any of the stuff, are they? Is this P? What rate is this film rated? Probably PG thirteen, I would guess. Mm-hmm. You got to get a hard R on a zombie movie, guys. Come on. Yeah, but then you're making your audience smaller. Fair, but here's a here's yeah, a this, question. This is PG thirteen, by the way. I double checked. I wonder. Of the movies that we would call flops, uh-huh. do you think that a... Ooh, what's happening? It's a zombie, probably. Oh. Look at her lips. Yeah, good shot. Ew, no, not good shot. The nose, that's bad. Yeah, yuck. Yoink. I wonder if the like lion's share of flops are uh-huh. PG-13 movies. Oh, interesting. Like, even though they broadened it out, that doesn't make it, like, more successful? Yeah. Again, Mr. Bennett explaining some lore to us. This is well done. Yeah. Oh, it's like Attack on Titan. Okay, okay. So we're going to go to London at some point. Lord willing. Oof. Okay. Um. Okay. Of the Royal Canal. <laughs> Okay, we got a little bit of a zombie world lore. Sure. Lady Catherine. <laughs> it's interesting to link the spread of of a zombie plague with colonialism. Very interesting. Makes you think a lot. I mean that that was the the intent behind oh there we go late title card uh that's the intent behind like attack on titan is that we're keeping outsiders out it is about that but it's also a pretty conservative text interesting we don't need to get into it it's, it's complicated get into it tell, tell me the guy who charles dance by the way who's on game of thrones Tyrion lannister's dad that's who mr bennett is i think so yes wow great i didn't recognize his voice 
and now we get the Bennett sisters. Um, the guy who wrote Attack on Titan is like very um, pro imperialist, uh, like taking over. I want to say I always forget what the order of countries is, but he like is also it like doesn't like Chinese people. Whoa. He's pretty racist. He's yeah, he's a really kind of he's got some bad political and like racial views, honestly. And a lot of times that comes up in the work uh, in Attack on Titan. Hmm. Our warrior daughters. <laughs> what the? This is what a <laughs> stupid plot point. What that is that? Like, yeah, everybody else is training their daughters in karate or whatever. But not my. But I want them to learn Shaolin battle stances. Yeah. Is she supposed to be married because she has glasses? Is that what we're getting? I think that's how it works. So they're all incredibly attractive, but she's married <laughs> because she has glasses. Yep. That's Lydia, <laughs> I guess, probably. In this adaptation, we had to make them, yeah, we had to make them like petty teenagers who hate each other. They just have a painting of their estate. That's interesting. This is so clearly written by a guy. It, uh huh. It's like really absurd. Oh my god! <laughs> Come on. That's the that's the Jane and Elizabeth like tender love moment right there. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird way to edit it. Okay, little little good blocking there. I think that's blocking. I don't know. It's cinematography. I don't know. I like the word blocking though. Okay. It makes me feel smart. <clears throat> this must be the first dance scene. Oh my god, they're gonna turn all the dance scenes into zombie fights, dude. I hope so. That's definitely what the original text was missing, I think. Zombie fights? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> I will later. <laughs> I don't feel like smiling. That, ew! Bingley. Come on. Ew! You don't like that Bingley? I like his mutton chops, but he he's way too pretty. Yeah. He's got a Justin Bieber look, almost. Yeah, yeah. It's a, see, they adjusted the numbers. He inherited 100,000 pounds. <laughs> what a I can't. horrible reduction of these complex characters. <laughs> It's just characters telling us how to feel about other characters. Yeah. Back to your own family. Go away. We don't want you here. I think Lily James is a pretty lady. It's kind of hard to tell. Yeah. <laughs> she is. Okay. If you say so. Uh-huh. 
They don't look like friends. No, no, They're no. Totally uncomfortable around each other. Wait, was she the girl in Baby Driver? Oh, she was. Good catch. It's like I definitely know her face from something. I'm so. <sighs> Baby Driver is. It's a. Bummed. It's getting more and more compromised. Yeah, it's deeply <laughs> every compromised year. now. I mean, Kevin Spacey, Ansel Elgort now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I heard some things about Jamie Fox. Yep. So. At least uh, Lily James is is uncancelable. <laughs> oh, Lily James is the lady in Baby Driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought it was her Elizabeth sister. I thought it was the woman playing Jane. Mm-mm. I've heard some shitty things about John Hamm before. Yes, he, like when he was in college. Yeah, that he was like a horrible frat boy kind yeah. of guy. Yeah. Yep. Stupid, stupid. That's not oh, the next that. two dances. Yeah, let me have the next two dances. That's not how that works. <laughs> Can I just rent you out for the evening? <laughs> is that Mrs. Bennett? Yes. I love his voice. Is so weird. <laughs> Hello, I'm Mr. Darcy. I imagine zombies could do it to some degree of success. <laughs> I love to read! <laughs> Joke's on you guys. In the original text, it becomes clear that Mr. Bingley doesn't know how to read. They don't, uh... They totally, like, fucked up the Darcy-Elizabeth relationship because he didn't reject her. He just was like, no thanks, I don't want to dance to her mom. He hasn't even engaged with her yet, yeah. Okay, now they're going to do it. <laughs> well, nice to meet you. No, no. Oh, I'd love to find the Tumblr crowd that ships these two. I mean, there is a Tumblr crowd that ships Darcy and Bingley for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. But specifically this this adaptation. Yes, Mary, read that book, girl. You do your thing. I don't care what adaptation I'm watching. Not tolerable enough to tempt me. Even better. You got it right. I got the line right wrong. They got it right. <laughs> Awkward. I don't think you would turn a whole room by breaking out a single glass like that, but you might. maybe. Depends. I mean, have you ever been in a restaurant where they've broken a plate? Everyone turns and... I told you the time. One time I was in... Um, uh main and in the kitchen they were like throwing moving plates around really fast and like in the kitchen someone dropped one and everyone goes up and then they just keep working around it that's funny uh-oh 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 oh no not mrs featherstone my favorite character so far. <laughs> huh. It's an absurdly powerful gun that can just blow a head off mm, from from that far away. Yeah, that's cool.
What? This is the disagreement that we're having? Why is the disagreement that Elizabeth Bennet thinks zombies are fine? That's stupid. (laughs) But now she's going to teach her that you actually should kill their asses. This is a good shot. This is a hero shot. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. You're having fun. I'm going to let you have fun. I mean, they made a movie out of the thing that like kids do where they smush their action figures together. <laughs> and they're like, oh, I got G.I. Joes and I got Barbies. So like, what if the G.I. Joes lived a domestic life? Yes. Ooh, do a flip in a dress. Okay. I like seeing all five sisters be equally good at this. Sorry, I couldn't hear you over the shing, 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 shing. <laughs> I just, you repeat that? I like that they're doing this as a family and that they're all good at it. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, that's how he falls in love with her. Because oh, okay. <laughs> he's a oh, good okay. fighter. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on, Darcy. You had it. Then you were like, but she's still a girl, though, and that's what matters. Yeah. Oh, this is the scene. This is the scene. Also, it's kind of hilarious. I know I'm like, we're going to be the annoying people who watched the the miniseries and the movie now. So that's okay. Mm -hmm. But the whole thing is that Jane is like unreasonably attractive compared to everyone else. Mm -hmm. And when everyone's really attractive, then it's like, okay, (laughs) Jane's just a blonde lady. Right. And Lydia and Kitty fucking bad duel. This is good. I know this is still yeah, this Jane is, and, and Lizzie. Yeah, this is Jane oh, and Lizzie. My bad. Doing their practice. All right. Okay. Yeah. The very different characterization of Jane. As like, <clears throat> as like, oh, Darcy's actually cool and it's okay that he's a jerk. And also I'm better than you, Lizzie, at fighting. And also I could I could bend you <laughs> in half if I wanted to. Let's fight. But also Mary gets to be a character. Mary's more of a character in this than she's in any adaptation. True. Oh my god. Okay, never mind. I thought we were gonna get Mr. Collins. Ugh. We're going to at some point. We start, we simply have to. I feel like he might be cut. And I got too much. They have too many fight scenes they got to include. Ooh, yeah. ow. <laughs> you can't you can't tell me they didn't read the original or they didn't watch stuff. No, they definitely you know? did. This is someone who is a fan of Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. It's just that they're... Like, you know, everyone is just like a sketch of who they are. In this in this 90-minute adaptation of a book that's an adaptation of a, another book. <laughs> like, right. 
Good line? Uh, it's okay. Ew. Oh, do you think her getting sick is her getting attacked by zombies? Oh, maybe. Because she actually is taking a horse. Oh, no, she took a horse before. It was that she wasn't taking a carriage. Yeah. I read, the, I read it, guys. I watched it. <laughs> it's got to be... She's not going to become a zombie, though. They're not going to. No, no, but she's going to get ambushed, I'm saying. Yeah, gonna, def- yeah. Def- Gun click. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, I'm peeking the mic a lot with all this laughing because this movie is absurd. Oh, they're just puppies. That's okay. It's the dogs from 05. He, he had babies. <laughs> Didn't talk enough about how to- oh my 05 gosh, it's Mr. Had Collins. A great dog. Yeah, whose man's is this? It can't be Mr. C. Denny. <laughs> <laughs> Denny, you're biting my arm. Stop, Denny. No. Oh. Yeah, Someone I was right. shot her gun with a gun. That's pretty bad. I know her gun backfired, maybe? It, it, yeah. It either missed or backfired. Okay. That was awesome. This is awesome. This is... That's very cool. That's cool. That's cool and good. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool and good. It's fun that Jane, so far, is like the most badass of the sisters. Yeah. They just replaced conventionally attractive with badass. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, Jane is a very nice person, so she prayed over the. Yeah, she really just she's kind. Oh no! Oh no! Zombie baby, don't do this. Zombie lady with zombie baby, don't do this. I like that kind of has a full head of hair. That's a hairy baby. It's grim, but it's kind of cool how this movie, like, is a zombie movie, but doesn't deal with the sad parts of a zombie story. Like, yeah, they're probably going to, like, going to have characters who, like, we meet and get to like, and then they get zombified, and that's kind of sad. But, you know, it's not doing the Walking Dead thing where it's like, how does society change because of zombies? They're not really Mm. interested in that. Hey. What's up? That Edwin. Thanks, Edwin. Appreciate you, bro. I'm a big Edwin stan. Yeah. Look at his chin. Look at that chin. Ooh, baby. Hi, I'm the physician. What do you think the test is going to be for zombie? It's the, oh, t- the, it's the bees thing. Oh, the fly thing. That, oh my god! You could do it. You could do a drinking game every time there's a shing in this movie. Hmm. The last scene would kill you. Yes, Elizabeth, we get it. You vape. Rock on, girl. Wait, why is she catching the flies? 
John? I wasn't looking, sorry. Oh, okay. She who caught the flies? Elizabeth. Oh. Probably because she doesn't want them to know if her sister's a zombie or not. True. True, but No, I got nothing. They're all dead, Lizzie. Come on. Because she doesn't want Darcy to have proof that her sister's a zombie. Ew. There's going to be something about how, like, the zombies are actually intelligent or something. And, like, we should live with them. And that's what Elizabeth's all about. Something like that. Intra- okay, I'm into it. Sort of like an I Am Legend thing. <laughs> oh, that movie simply... I remember it. I saw something the other day that said that Will Smith tried to adopt the dog that he was with he in did. that movie. Yeah. But they wouldn't let him. Only this rich girls is so in stupid. Instead, you trained in China like a weird loser. This is such a dumb plot point. What are you, like, what are you going for? <laughs> um, all right. Shaolin versus karate? Sure. Why not? <clears throat> Just sure. Ooh, Darcy the Feminist. I don't think that was... Never mind, he said the female arts. He's saying that women are too often described as accomplished. Oh, I kind of read it as he was saying, like, there are other terms that would be better used to describe them. Hmm. Okay, yeah, you're right. Elizabeth Bennett's about to do some wild shit, and I'm ready for yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Do you think they do the proposal scene? <laughs> oh, she's doing the 600 women. Oh, yay. Hmm. Not in this economy. Check it out. I can read. Shut up. Shut up. Stop. Shut up. Put the cuffs on. Oh my god, no. Sun Tzu, because he's, yeah, yep. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. How long did Lily James train to say the one line in Chinese, baby? That's fucking funny. <laughs> that... Oh, he's so embarrassed. It's hilarious. He got owned. He's going to train really hard into the night. Yep. He's like, I'll cut a bunch of zombie heads off. Then she'll like me. Ugh. Oh, instead of her getting in him getting bathed and watching her play with the dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh like yeah, yeah, it is. It a, lines up timeline. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I 
I don't know why every sword has to do that noise. Ooh. Kind of heads off of statues. That's against un-American. What the heck? Stop doing that. Christopher Columbus discovered mirrors. I'm being drowned by wasps. Oh, no. <laughs> that character was killed unceremoniously. Sorry. No, we were just going to party. I don't know what you guys want. Do you think Jane's going to be a zombie, bud? I don't know. I think maybe. Huh. Bam. Hit me with more lines from the book, please. Please, <laughs> thank you. They flipped it. Because he, yeah. he was supposed to respond to her. Mm-hmm. A bull. The mom is way too put together and yeah. suave. She's not like... <laughs> on her last thread. Yeah, it's all wrong. Yeah, I, Bingley's too pretty. Yep. I can't. I think I think 05 Bingley's my favorite. Uh Ata. Yeah, 05 Bingley is good. I think he's the best one as well. Okay. I think 05 Bingley and 05 Collins are the where what the O five version got right. We don't have to play Ring Around the Roses every time we see zombies. Know, I know. Oh my god. It's not like an a rule. Oh my god. When I first learned that Ring Around the Rosie was like a plague song, you better believe that I told every single person that fact. That was one of your like pocket facts that you bring yeah, up at like, parties a lot. Know? Do you guys know? I'm actually. They look so rich. They're not supposed to be rich, guys. Well, That's they are. The whole they're, point. they're like in the gen the gentry class. Yeah, but not this much. Come on. <laughs> but come in 05, buddy. <laughs> come on, buddy. But in 05, they were pretty rich. Did I say that 05 got it right, Magellan? Did I say that? Did I stutter? <laughs> I'm just trying to engage you in Sorry, the text, Dad. Magellan. Sorry, Dad. Oh, Mr. Collins is coming. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. <clears throat> Give me an adjective that you think is going to describe the characterization of this Collins. Oh my gosh, is that Matt Smith? I think that's Matt Smith. <laughs> it <laughs> is. Interesting. Uh, my adjective is slimy. Z-L-I-M-Y. I mean that's a fun role to play. Anyway, like ostensibly anyone who who can Holy go hard. Fuck, <gasps> Lena Headey. That was an awesome cut. Lena Headey is Lady Catherine is great casting. Also, the fact that Lady Catherine is like the 
the coolest queen <laughs> fucking sword master zombie hunter. in England. Yeah, I love it. Oh, Anne's going to be a zombie. Yeah, for sure. Oh, she can't be a zombie. <laughs> she can't survive zombification. No, no, no. I, that's not what he was saying. The Mrs. Ben asked if she is like out in society, basically. And he said her health can't doesn't permit. Yeah, which I think reinforces that she's a zombie. Yes. Why is Mrs. Bennett hornily eating pudding? What is the lighting going on in the scene? It's not real. That's not real lighting. Yeah, you don't need candles this early. Oh, he's saying it in front of everybody. He just says it. He's just like, yo, what's up? Oh, this like super confident Collins is interesting. That's a whiff. That's a whiff, in my opinion. But he looks he looks the part. He's got that like Yeah. I think Matt Smith can definitely be made to look charming and like dopey lovable. See Doctor Who, from what I understand of his 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 doctor. Mm-hmm. Um and competent, but like slimy is is difficult. Well, I think he's doing what they want him to do it's just such an interesting choice to make him so self-assured because mm-hmm. i think that's such a big part of what made collins made make sense was his like social anxiety and like ineptitude you know mm-hmm. in the game yeah but born out of like uh out of sort of inferiority complex Instead of this, like, dapper, suave guy. Oh, I got the hat. There we go. Here's the hat. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. They, They didn't even pull their weapons out and they started making the swing noise beforehand. I'm into it, though. It reminds me of, um, I was just thinking about Johnny Test yesterday. Okay. Which was an old Cartoon Network show, like from 10 years ago or something, where it was like a kid and he's like a scientist and he has a dog or whatever. But every time anyone would like animate in like a big way, they would do a whip crack noise. And they kind of overused it in the early seasons of that show to where you could like do a compilation every time there's a whip crack in one episode. Hmm. It's really bad. Just look up like Johnny Test whip crack compilation. It's rough. there you go damn hate to see it who was that mrs oh okay it's a different character it's mcgregor yeah nah I don't, I don't even. <laughs> I got nothing. This movie doesn't want to be overanalyzed at all. Jane looks like Heather Graham, but it's not Heather Graham, and it's really confusing me. Wait, isn't it Heather Graham? Is it Heather Graham? I think it is. Oh, well, that would be less confusing. Yeah. It's not Heather it's not, Graham. I, it's not. I'm messing with you, yeah. Oh, okay. Quit it. Quit it. Yay! A regiment of soldiers. It's Bella Heathcote. Heathcote. That's my favorite chocolate bar. 
Me too. Denny. <laughs> Every time you do it. Yes. It is Denny. Yes, 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 yes. Score. Denny made the cut. Score. When they cut him out of 05, what, what I wept. Travesty. Jesus wept. Who is that? Wickham. Wickham is Jack Houston. He looks like Joe Latrulio. That's who I was thinking of. Good call. <laughs> he looks like a slightly, not much more handsome, but like, like a, a teensy tall, bit more handsome. Like a tall, handsome Joe Latrulio. <laughs> Hold on, I want to see what he was in. Parson Collins. Chase Baking. Now he's kind of more of a fuddy duddy guy. He's not in anything that I recognize. There was a 2016 Ben Hur. Okay, sure. Oh, that's unfortunate. I bet you that did really badly. Nope. Yes. Yes, it was a big flop. Not a massive flop, but a big flop. $100 million budget. One of those. Wow. Well, because Ben-Hur was the most expensive movie of all time for a while. What's it about? Uh, it's like like uh, gladiators. Hmm. After a Jewish prince is betrayed and sent into his slavery by a Roman friend, he regains his freedom. Ben-Hur, I remember watching in like middle school, and I thought it was fun, but it's too long. It's like really long. Hmm. It's three and a half hours. But it's one of those. It's like from the, the old times. Mm -hmm. the, the olden days. Bingley doesn't look like a real person. <laughs> he looks like an Instagram model. Yeah, he looks like a... Like a magazine cover man. Yeah, he looks like a character from like a Japanese MMO. <laughs> Don't laser Just target like me. Two... He's like a Guild Wars character or something. Yeah. Is that yeah. Japanese or no? Hold on. Guild Wars is American. Guild Wars is American? Yeah. Oh. Uh, what's the, what's oh, you know about? what it is? Is I The version of Guild Wars that I played was the Guild Wars 2 expansion that was like... Japanese theme? Based on Japan, yeah. Yeah. Of one or two? You played one. Yeah, it might, yeah, it might have been one. Two is interesting. I've I've like come and gone to two a million times, and I can't stick with it. It's uh, not my game. It always just felt so like there wasn't a lot going on there. Uh, two kind of had more going on. They just Korean NCSoft is Korean. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. It was developed by NCSoft, huh? Yeah, I was thinking of ArenaNet. I think the ArenaNet worked on two. It was developed by ArenaNet and published by NCSoft. Okay, that makes sense. ArenaNet subsidiary of NCSoft. But I know people who are, maybe ArenaNet just has is like an international company. I've like met people at PAX who worked at ArenaNet. <laughs> well, they might have been an American company that just worked under NCSoft. I played the beta yeah, of Guild Wars 2 for like, Washington for like a week. Yes, correct. Go ahead, sorry. Oh. I played the beta of Guild Wars 2 for like the whole period that it was running and I really liked it. And the game came out and I didn't play it. And then like a year or two ago, my friend was like, we should try Guild Wars 2 again. And we burned out in probably two sittings. Hmm. Ah, the next dance. And the ominous music suggests that there's going to be a zombie attack. <laughs> Creepy Mr. Ben, it's my favorite. 
Hello, I'm Mr. Collins. This is a nice little dance. Yeah. They went for accuracy where it matters, sort of. It seems more so like this is based on the uh, 95 series than the 05 movie. That's the vibe I'm getting. Well, didn't you say that the this book came out in like 08? 09. 09. Okay, so the movie was out at that point. Yeah. It was firmly out in, a, in society. Yeah. I think it's really funny how... I'm just thinking about Lady Catherine because I know she's coming up relatively soon. The way that they're hyping her up is kind of the same way they do it in the 95 one, but just instead of <laughs> like her yeah, walking by a huge house. World. Right. Instead yeah. of her walking by a huge house, she's just like cutting dudes with swords. They're making more of a thing of Wickham in this one than in 05. Yes, definitely. Go away. Go away. Okay, Matt Smith is having fun. He's doing a good job. Yeah. That's not... No, okay. Is this where he's going to propose to her during the dance? You think? Yeah, I think that's what they're doing. You don't have to tell me the party's in full swing. It's okay, guys. What? Hold on. Just keep your voice down. Yeah, yeah. That's just... You're embarrassing me right now. It's just saying what we are all thinking. Valiant. (laughs) I love Darcy's voice so much. Because if we're watching Felicity or something, it's all these men constantly looming over her. Over a woman. Like, who do I choose? I don't know if that's what Felicity's about, but that's what all the posters make it seem like it's about. <laughs> it just about. felt right. <laughs> I think that's a lot of what Felicity's about. Tosh. Tosh.0. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Pretty Come cool, on. huh? She's cool. Here's a here's a shot of her cutting up some dudes. Okay. Mm, poor Collins. See, that guy should be Bingley. That's the Bingley right there. That random dude. <laughs> that schlubby guy who walked across the frame. Yeah, that's the Bingley yeah. I'm looking for. All right. If you could cast anyone as Bingley in this movie specifically. Either him or Charles Dance. Just a weird age cast him. <laughs> is that the guy who's in 05? No, Charles Dance is... Are you saying if I could cast anyone who's in this movie? No, anyone at all. Oh, oh. Charles Dance is the Mr. Bennett in this movie. Um, if I could cast anyone as Bingley. The mom just bit Liz's hand. Yeah, that was a weird, that was a very weird moment. I was noticing. Huh. I mean, it's a game. It's who's going to be the zombie. Instead of the romance game, it's the who's going to be a zombie game. Yeah. That was not in the script. That was improvised. He slipped on the floor. Whoa. Oh. No, Edwin. Bummer. 
what Z tier character is going to go next? Denny? Come on. <laughs> you know who's got the look of this Bingley, but would be more fun is. Um... Oh, Dave Coulier in the 90s. Yeah, I agree. Uh, sure. I was going to say Dave Franco. Of this, yes, of this one. Like season nine Scrubs Dave Franco. Oh, yummy, yummy. But I don't think that he would be quite right. But he kind of looks like this guy a little bit. Yeah. Uh-oh. Bingley's dead. Oh. No, he's fine. He just got hit. No, they killed him off. Oh, the whole staff. Dining staff, yeah. Your sister. Who's the friend? Say your sister. Say it. I like that instead of them dancing together, they're going to fight together. That's the way that they bond. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay, we're toasting some Zambos. That's okay. I read somewhere that Zambos might be a slur in some language or country. Someone, if you're listening, uh, I'll look it up afterwards because you don't have to tell me. But I still like calling zombies Zambos. Hmm. But if I find out it's actually a slur, I'll try to stop is that his butt that was a little bit of tush yep it's yep but all right stop killing people the word i was using is definitely that's a slur person with indigenous american origin also mixed with african origin oh later its technical meaning was expanded to include people having why would you expand the meaning of a slur what are you doing (laughs) don't do that yeah that's okay oh (laughs) because there were too many zombies (laughs) yeah they're able to slot in and then they were zombies in such like fun ways. Yeah. Into the already like extant story of PNP. Like it's very fun. <laughs> he will now be dating her. <laughs> they will they are currently is... kissing. I'm watching them kiss. He's using tongue. Not even zombies. <laughs> uh, they're gonna be dead, death together. They're they did die the same together thing as them. the o- as the O five version where they deleted one of the Bingley sisters. No, there were two. Oh, there's only one in the carriage, though. Yeah, but when they when they introduced them, there was two. I don't know where she went. How's that bread looking? Mm, yum yum. Mm, I could use some bread. I had Popeyes for the first time yesterday. My sister got a biscuit, and I kind of wanted to try the biscuit just to compare it to KFC biscuits. Yep. But How did, oh, you didn't have it? I did not have it. It was not my biscuits to try. What do you think of KFC biscuits? The memory, this is what I was telling her yesterday. The memory of them in my head is like so, they're like hard on the outside. They have a beautiful fluff. There's a very buttery taste. Yeah. So I have just no a, idea if that holds up. <laughs> yeah. It Look looked like lighting around the corners Collins of the whispered in the mom's ear. He like smelled her. Yeah, yummy. 
But like, hold on, look at the vignetting on the outside of the the frame. Yeah, it's still here. Weird. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now we're doing the O five version. This is funny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get married because I want to be able to be a badass zombie slayer. In every generation, there is a slayer. It's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Season one intro. Did you ever watch Buffy the that's what i do when people try to get married to me <laughs> there was she wasn't hitting anything <laughs> either you never see your mom again or you never see yes yes That moment right there was the mom finally. There you go. Look at her. <laughs> She's doing it. She's really. Now she's overdoing it. This is actually good. Poopy's <laughs> giving me whiplash, Magellan. <laughs> this is the first time that Lizzie's expressed any interest in love. Yeah. In yep. the whole movie. <laughs> Well, because then they did the tender scene at the beginning. They were like, you're a good fighter. They didn't say the crucial line of like, I'm only planning to marry for affection. Yeah. This is not a romantic story yet at all. Uh Uh-oh. I think you can do, I think you can do a zombie romance. Oh, this is cool. Yeah, I think they exist. Oh, no, men. Oh, no, Wickham. Is he going to turn out to be the devil? Okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> my call. Those are the four horsemen of the apocalypse. He's oh, going to be the devil. Call your shot, Magellan, yeah? Yes. That would be fun. Nah, dude. <clears throat> it's top hats, not top hats. My bedroom. I gotta get some water up here, right? Okay, I'll vamp. Hey, chats, folks. I hope you're enjoying Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies with us. We're having a good time. If my mic audio sounds a little different, it's because uh, I moved my mic to the side so I could eat dinner, and I didn't want to move it back because I have this issue where my microphone, um, if I move the plug too much, kind of like jig, like freaks out, and then it stops working, and that ends the Audacity recording. So I've like ruined episodes before by doing that. So I don't want to move it even though it's kind of out of the way and I have to tilt my head. So I kind of probably sound like I'm to the right of the mic, but that's why I do a mono sound mix so that you don't go cuckoo and think, why am I over here? You're not going to hear that, that weirdness. But yeah, film's fun so far. It's a little dumb, but that's okay. The thunderstorm outside has stopped, if you're wondering. At least the thunder has stopped. 
or the lightning, whichever one's the sound. The li- thunder's the sound. No, the light. Wait, the thunder's the sound. Sorry. Is that that guy looks like um the worm guy Peter Peter Pettigrew from Harry Potter. Ooh. No, don't fight them. Everyone here's a zombie. <gasps> good move. That's good. So is he. So weird. What is this movie suggesting about zombies that they can just exist? The what? <laughs> what's going on oh they're fine they're just pig's brains are you stupid okay seems like i missed a lot nothing huge so you saw her talking to wickham right yep. he said i'm gonna go to i'm gonna take you to a cool place and he took her to a church and two okay. girls turned around and they turns out they were zombies but it turns out everybody in the church is zombies including the priest Okay, what'd you say? Did you hear any of that? No, he took her to a cool place. And then what? It's all zombies. It was a church full of zombies. And they were praying? Yeah. And they were drinking pig's brains. Oh, instead of humans? Yes. So they're peaceful zombies. That's the implication. So Wickham is maybe cool? I doubt it. Okay. The fuck, Charlotte? Instead of shells inside of closets, he just has like a rocket launcher. (laughs) Thank you, Michelle. I really needed to laugh on that one real bad. It took me a second to catch up to your very quick brain. 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 Charlotte. Okay, thanks, Elizabeth. Go off, Queen. Go off. I wouldn't mind staying the night in Mr. Collins' rectory, am I right? Ew. Oh, Wickham is telling her to... He was telling her in that scene, by the way, to, to, like, work with the zombies. He's like, see, they're peaceful and cool. Interesting. Because she's already kind of considering that. Exactly. Okay. It's the third and final interpretation of Rosings that we're going to see for this podcast. Awesome. That's really good. This is awesome. Oh, my God. I want to get a compilation of every time someone in a movie or show has gone up to the people in London and done that. Look at the hedges. Yeah, those are some Benson hedges. That must all be CGI, right? Yes. Almost certainly. (laughs) She's got wings. Yeah, see, they're seeding Lucifer. I hope it's him. I I hope that's why he's like... I think Wickham is going to be the devil. I think that'd be really good. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, all right. 
You called it really early. I have no reason not to believe you anymore. Did he say that when they appear, the end of days is nay or nigh? No, he said nigh. Okay. But good joke. I'll give it to you. Thanks. No. <laughs> Again, not intended. He tripped. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Bird. Mr. Bird. I love Lena Hetty. I think she's awesome. Yeah. What else has she been in that I'd be like, oh my gosh? Uh, uh, that you would be like, um, I don't know, dude. That one movie where like the girl gets married and then she likes the girl. She likes her her late girlfriend instead. Hmm. Uh, I got to do some IMDb and give me a minute. She's in Game of Thrones. She's Cersei Lannister. Uh, okay. She... Okay. Okay. She's in 300. She was the wife in 300. She's Madra Farah in Dark Crystal Age of Resistance, but you wouldn't recognize that. What's the I've wife movie I'm Dark picking Dark Crystal up? Age of Resistance, though. I know, but you're not going to like recognize her voice. Yeah. Oh, Wickham's here. Wickham. I just wonder what the movie is. It's like from 03 or something. It's called Imagine Me and You. Imagine me and you and you and me. I think about it every day. It's It's her and Piper Parabo, who I believe is actually... Oh, Wickham is trying to pitch her on being humane to the zombies. Yeah, you gotta. Oh, she's got an eye patch. I'm dying. What if the whole, what if you woke up tomorrow and the war was over? Thank you. You're welcome. Morph- Morpheus. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> hmm? oh is he the antichrist then okay yeah is that the symbolism of him wearing red dude yeah just flipping that military uniform yeah That's just straight math. That's a good line. By the way, I'm the Antichrist. The lay Mr. Darcy would have liked it. That's rough, dude. Come on. Bad look. It really does suck that all of the almost all of the driving characters of this conversation have been the men. When this is a book that's yeah. primarily focused on the interiority of women, yeah. So far, all well, this movie is 
a lot of what it's done is like significantly expanded the significance of the male side characters. Cute. It's a cute line. Cute line. Cute line. Also, this hallway is very cool looking. Yeah. These windows. Yes. My only thing is the juxtaposition of Rosings to the rest of the society doesn't work as well when all of the houses are really beautiful. Right. Yeah. But that's, not again, not what the movie's trying to do. Are you eating? Oh, I thought he was eating his tea. He's having a scone. Like a scone. <laughs> scone. Knew we were both going to get that. <laughs> Would you like a scone, dude? Yeah, 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 yeah. You cut that bush. That's what, that's what she said. Sorry. Oh. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm not cutting it out. I know. Who's that, Darcy? Yeah, dude. He's so immature. He's so prideful. He's absolutely prideful. Alternate universe where this was the original text and the book was made afterwards and it was they just took out the zombies. Yeah, can you imagine? Like, Why'd they make it into a romance? Pride, so pride boring. and prejudice without zombies. Yeah. Come on, he's walking out of the shadows. You can't tell me he's not Satan or the Antichrist. <clears throat> Unless. Aristos? <laughs> you said Aristos? I guess so. But, but. Weird. Don't need Fitzwilliam when you got this guy, I guess. Yeah. But this makes it so much more petty and childish that he's like, no, he did this. Yeah. But then this means that you're going to take out the proposal scene. Yeah, they already did. Come on. Come on. Why is it so hot in my room, Magellan? Can you tell me? Can you explain it in a hundred words or less? It's hot in my room, too. So all I can tell you is it's hot in Cleveland. Which is where you are. Yeah. I thought Cleveland rocks. Or it's Cleveland's hot? There was a show called Hot in Cleveland. Oh, I was... Look it up. No, no, I will not. Look it up. Okay, we will. What's the password to my phone? One, 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 Hot in Cleveland. 340-something best friends from L.A. are flying to Paris when their plane makes an emergency landing in Cleveland. Realizing that all the norms from L.A. don't apply anymore, they decide to celebrate a city that values real women and stay where they're still considered hot. 
Holy crud. That's <laughs> that a, sucks. That's uh, a bad description premise. sucks. Who stars in that again? We got Valerie Bertinelli, okay. icon, Jane Leaves, okay. Wendy Malick, and Betty White. Okay, yeah. I thought Betty White was in it. Ugh. Okay, we are doing it. Yeah, okay. Thank God. Thank God. Okay. Sure. No, go away. Oh, my bad. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> He's so sassy. This movie's in like high octane mode. I need it to slow just one percent down. <laughs> it's like, hey, we gotta save some time for the big fight at the end. So let's, let's go, let's go, let's get go. All this stuff out of the way. Oh, that's that's fun. Good change. Good change. Shing. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, let's duel it out. I want it. I want this. Yes. Yoink. The cool. <laughs> How does that work? What's she doing with her foot there? She's wrapping it around her, his neck. Oh, with one foot? No, those are both her feet. Oh, oh, I was like, <laughs> bones don't do that. This is great. You turn this scene into a duel, you've succeeded. <laughs> oh, she took my buttons. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. Which his pants Stupid. fell. That would have been really made it. Yeah. Oh, okay, it's on. actually weird when you do it. <laughs> this is like Zorro. <laughs> it is like Zorro, yeah. yeah. What? Clapped. Destroyed. Dead. Look at her pulsing forehead. <laughs> <laughs>
Stab him? I'm not sure. I'm trying to determine. Nope. Okay. She stopped herself. Hmm. Stay your hand, Elizabeth. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. I'm leaving. I forgot my wallet. I'm sorry. Bit too much booby for this movie. <laughs> you know, okay, I can say it. I'm allowed to say it. I know Magellan's the horny one, and I'm the chase-perfect angel. But I'm allowed to say that there's too much booby in the movie. The one thing they're learning from the 05 version is like, yeah, let's really steam steam it up. Let's really steam those hams. Yeah. The cottage. Mr. Darcy came by the cottage. Fabulous. I love him. Fabulous. Dear Elizabeth, <laughs> I'm sorry about our fight. <laughs> oh, the, give I, me the lake scene. Give you me you nasty make people, this the and there's a zombie scene. in the lake. Yes. Wow. All right, you did, but you're better than the 05 version. You stupid. <laughs> The last book that Seth Graham Smith put out, by the way, was in 2015. Hmm. In 2005, he put out The Big Book of Porn, a penetrating look at the world of dirty films. Hmm. What's the most recent book he put out? Uh, It's called The Last American Vampire. Hmm. Oh, I've seen this. The cover... uh, the cover is that photo of the the sailor coming back from World War II and kissing the girl. Yeah, but she—they're both there's like blood everywhere, and she—I think she's a zombie or something, Ugh. or she's a vampire. He's a vampire. It's that, but bloody. Instead of the flashback to Wickham, we get yeah, we just get Darcy being cool. Oh, wait. Okay. Wait, what was that? I think that was him killing someone. Is he killing his own dad? No. (laughs) (laughs) And now it's 2016, so that's even grosser. That's really weird. Did you get it? Good job. Shut up. Oofa doofa. Oh my god. You wrote that. Gracious. Someone wrote that. (laughs) Oh my goodness gracious. Much nicer letter. I was about to say, they haven't talked about London in a while. They have the whole walled city thing.
Yeah. No, they took London. Okay. You can't tell me that the third, the final scene of this movie is not in London. Like, come on, guys. Keep fighting. Thanks for listening. I just needed to vent. I need. I needed to just vent and narrate a whole letter that I just wrote. <laughs> Damn, London has fallen. (laughs) (laughs) Not enough. Lots of swing, but not enough. Yeah. Who's this now? (laughs) Mary. Oh, this is Lizzie. Yeah. Oh, this plot line that doesn't matter in in the context (laughs) of this film. Oh, what? I don't know. A what? Their hair looks nice. Yeah. First in the hair. I wanna I wanna do the wax thingy on a letter sometime. Yeah, you could just get that. You just my need birthday's a, coming up you just need wax and a seal. Your birthday's done. Next I never, next never year's gonna have another up. one. Hey, hi. Hello. Are we already getting the Lady Catherine visit? What? How, how did... Hello, Big Greg. Wilhelm. We're already doing this. This is that scene? Huh. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> Apparently the mom, Mrs. Bennett, was also in Bridget Jones's diary. Ooh. Which is funny. Yes, 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 yes. Hell yes. Hell yes. Wilhelm, sure. Wilhelm. If he screams, dude. Hundreds of zombies? Easy. A big man? Now that's a challenge. What a weird way to do this scene. I know. Oh. oh god. Cool. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh, she killed him. Mhm. That sucks. 
Wilhelm wasn't going to survive the revolution. Come on. I don't know how exactly, but Lena Headey is goals. I just don't, I can't like pinpoint that. Mm. What I mean by that. This is what we needed in the original, the reconciliation <laughs> moment between Lady Catherine and Elizabeth. <laughs> That's a complicated sentence for no reason. Yeah. I'll go with you. Yes. Thanks, Lady Catherine. Thank you. Thank God Lady no Catherine her life is because... cool now. Oh, that's so yeah. good. Now that Wilhelm's gone, that story can finally be told. The in-between... How did we get from Netherfield or whatever, Longbourn to London in like five minutes? They rode their horse. Okay. Bump a dump a dump. Psh, psh. Seek out and destroy any remaining undead. But John, I know you're not much of a a horror guy. Mm-hmm. You're more of a wife guy. Yeah. But uh, is there like, do you have a favorite zombie movie or zombie story? I haven't seen very many. Um, I think I generally actually don't like zombie things. There. People were like, "Is there any reason why, bes- why besides like not liking the horror stuff?" Um, I, I don't know. I think I just don't. F- they're like gross, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that, like, this is just it gross, and I don't like gross things. And then, uh, I think I just haven't seen like a well executed zombie as metaphor story they must exist sure but i think i've mostly been exposed to zombie stories that are like sort of enamored with the like but what if it happened and then what would you do wouldn't that be sad it wouldn't that be crazy but like i like playing left for dead too (laughs) so i guess i was thinking about the the mordor mod for left for dead too actually because of the wall Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) bless you I haven't seen Train to Busan, but I think that's the like more zombieist metaphor sad movie that you're looking for. It's a Korean zombie film. I'm, I'm not looking for it, but I know you're seeking it out actively. Yeah. But my favorite is probably Wreck, uh, which is a. I forget what country that movie is from. It's Spanish, though. Um, <laughs> it's. Uh, it's it takes place in Barcelona. That's what I remember. Huh. But wreck, it's like in an apartment complex that's t- that's taken over with some sort of like virus zombie thing, and it, they get locked down inside of the the apartment complex. It's very very scary, 
and intense and also has the political commentary that you're looking for that's cool with with like why is the government not letting us just leave and it's like oh well yeah. you guys could be infected so but you know that's the only one that i got that has ever stuck with me i watched the walking dead for the first like four seasons five seasons and really fell off and i have the first like 10 volumes of it i tried reading that for a while actually it was one of the comics that like got me into comics but mm-hmm. it's i fell very hard off of that I'm kind of curious about if tangentially coronavirus is going to do anything to like revitalize or give us new zombie stories. Um, That's true. That's possible. I wonder. Yeah. It's like zombie stuff or even just pandemic stuff, which I think is distinct. I, I also think it's distinct, but I think there people wouldn't as much want to. Pandemic stuff that. is too close. Yeah. That's fair. I was surprised that, that, I'm oh, not surprised, but I was kind of like, it was, it was strange to me that Contagion like jumped in sales. Yeah. The first month of coronavirus. I'm like, you guys just want to see it? Like, you want to see it happen in a movie? Yeah. Like, you're what? You're living it. <laughs> right. Um, Yeah, I and I remember watching like like I think sometimes zombie movies can be really well made because they aren't just about like zombies as a horde or zombies as killing. It's about the people. It's about uh, the how the government reacts. I like that stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. I remember enjoying Twenty Eight Days Later at the time, but that one's very like indie, relatively, and uh, doesn't. It's not too much about the spectacle. It's more like guy walks through empty city alone for a while. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I like like post-apocalyptic stuff. Yeah. But so, oh, yeah. but the zombie version of that I'm not super invested in. I think it also just was like a big thing when we were like in late middle school. Zombie stuff? Yeah, and so I yeah. sort of I think it's forever like in that moment of my life of like, oh, when I was like 13, everybody really liked zombie things. So now I see it as like kind of a immature boys, thing. Boys like zombies, girls like vampires. I like vampires. I like vampires. Question mark. Dot, dot, dot. Exclamation point. Hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was that and World War II video games. Were the two like trends from yeah. that era where I'm like, why was this everywhere? And then yeah. it's just stopped. Yeah. And they did a World War II video game where you could play as zombies. Yeah. Uh, Call of Duty Call World of War. Mm-hmm. It was the first first Call of Duty that had the zombies mode in it. Yeah. This is where he learns that Wickham's the Antichrist. Oh, hell yeah. Calling it right now. What's been happening for the last five minutes? I have no idea. <laughs> I've been I've been like watching it, trying to figure it out, and it's just sort of stuff is happening. Darcy's inside like a church. He saw the four horsemen outside. Yeah. Okay. And then he like left everyone else for some reason. Because this is being written by a guy, so the Darcy has to be the most. We have to make this the Darcy story. Yeah.
Oh, he's saving his sister. Georgiana. Oh, no, he's saving Lydia. Is that what's happening? Oh, from the Antichrist. Oh. From Wickham, yeah, because Wickham stole her. Very nice candles. The London offensive plan of attack. I thought that was going <laughs> to oh say something God. gibberish. Make make it less obvious. <laughs> Fitz. Mr. Dossi, I've come to bargain. <laughs> He hit him with George. Now that I'm a zombie. A bombi. Just say it, you big cowards. The damn jiggly bullets. Ooh. Oh, boy. Yikes, this is scary. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. That's what I paid for. Oh no, Wickham's gonna get eaten. I fed them. Whoa. Oh god. Why did he do that? Those are like the peaceful zombies, right? No, these are this thing this is just the horde. Oh no, I think he went to the peaceful zombies and gave them human brains. Oh, that's even worse. That's fucked up. Okay, I don't understand what all the what all that was about. I think maybe we don't know what the deal is with Wickham after all. As long as Wickham lives, England is in peril. Did he just say that? Yes. Oh. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. I mean, so it's implied that Wickham is working with Yep. Okay. You were right, though. Mr. Darcy switched out the pig brains. Yeah, but why would he? That doesn't make sense. Because he thinks that all zombies deserve to die. Hmm. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah. So it's Wickham has helped the zombies conquer London. Yeah. Oh, Wickham's still alive. Yeah. Elizabeth here, in case you forgot that she's the protagonist. My God. London is burning. Lydia. What's up, sis? Denny. 
Denny, you're getting eaten by zombies. <laughs> Denny. Denny. Horseback fight against the zombies, please. Yes, give it to me. Give it to me. Hell Thank you. yes. Thank With you. the big sword. Okay, nope, we don't get that. What the heck? We gotta get this completely different lighting scene <laughs> in uh, the London Bridge. I gotta say, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter is a, definitely a cooler movie than this. I'd have to rewatch it. The action, but it's more focused. Way cooler. Yeah, it's and it's more fo- Yeah, the action's a bit cooler and it's more like focused. Well, because the action does that thing that I love, where there's like flourishy stuff. Yeah, there's like bullet time stuff and yeah, his axe shoots. I mean, my axe does that. That's nothing. Yeah, I think this movie just had it's like hamstrung by the fact that it has to do all the Pride and Prejudice stuff. And this, yeah, where Abraham Vampire Hunter's just like never tells a lie. Like <laughs> yeah. his son dies. The, what else do you need to know? The cliff notes of Abraham Lincoln's life are actually shorter than the entirety of <laughs> yeah the story of Fry Bridges. Oh. Doesn't affect me because I'm a zombie. Uh oh, stinky. Oh. So you now you can flash back to all the scenes. Yep. This is great. This is actually great. There we go. <laughs> Hell yeah. She just trampled him and that's it. He's dead. <laughs> If they were not cowards, they would bring Wickham back in a mid or post credit scene <laughs> where he's like, what's up, guys? And he's, he's like headless horseman with the horseman of the apocalypse. But they're cowards. Yeah, they're cowards. Because now we're, I'm looking at the runtime and they don't have the time to put him back in the movie. But yeah, set up a sequel that's not going to come out. Oh no, Magellan! London Bridge has fallen down. Shut up! <laughs> oh my god, Denny! <laughs> Shit, Denny's dead. No, Elizabeth's dead. Yeah, that horse wasn't fast enough. It's like Shadow of the Colossus, though, where the horse is actually fine. Sorry, spoilers for the like fifteen-year-old video game. Oh, they're dead. Oh, you look at them running off the side of the bridge. That was mm-hmm. fun. Darcy's dead. He's dead, Jim.
Oh, damn. Oh, my God. No, they have to get married. Come no, on. No, not this one. Don't do it. He's dead. He's going to say some he's gonna final be words. I love you most ardently. Nope, no, no, no. He, he's alive. Come on. No, he's dead. He's definitely dead. It's going to be like... um. Oh, my God. If you could read my brain right now, that'd be crazy. Uh, It's going to be like Shaun of the Dead. Oh. Where he's going to be a zombie, but they're just going to play video games together forever. (laughs) Or, yeah, zombie wedding. Yeah. Wow, what a really bad time for me to desperately need to go to the bathroom. That's unfortunate. You can make it. He's dead. 12 minutes. Well, that's just not true. <laughs> Don't lie to that's the guy. False. He's dead. He's not dead. She's going to kiss the life back into him. No, no, no. He's dead. And then she's going to have to smash his, his brains. 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 That's uh, this is actually the last shot right now. I said the last shot would be in London. I was right. So far, I've been shooting a lot of shots. I still have my mid-credits Wickham prediction. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, I have they my... made it across the bridge. That's fun. Oh, they did. I have my Darcy's Alive theory. And what else do I got? I don't know. Whoa, that's cool. Rosie is like the center now of the resistance. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah, polish the weapons. <laughs> oh, she's in the... Look at that. Oh, the purple. <sighs> she complimented her on her pantaloons. Yeah, it's fashion. You function. idiot. <laughs> of course it's function. I just thought it was sick. I've only met one person in my life who actually had an eye... Mm, maybe two people who have had eye patches. a much more composed way to do that instead of him being like um uh hmm. hey guys um it's my first music video so please don't tease me uh it's my very first song and uh please don't tease me hmm. everyone listening to this part of the movie commentary go to youtube type in green lovers uh watch the whole thing come back uh and have a good time how is he alive because I'm a fucking prediction god. He was just he dead. Didn't, he didn't look dead. He looked fine. This is fucking absurd. It's a zombie movie. If they don't have their head cut off or they get zombified, then they're not dead. You don't die without getting zombified. So then he's a zombie right now. No, 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 no. That's, that's my prediction. He's 100% a zombie. He just took a lot of damage points. He's 100% a zombie for sure, for okay, sure. Okay, fine, fine, fine. And then she really learns to love the beast within. Yes. Yeah, instead of him being like, you look as though you have fully gone over your shitty tendencies. She's like, it looks like you've gone over your wounds. (laughs) 
you said you loved me? I was awake. I was so... Yeah, I was fully awake, bud. Come on. It made me think that maybe you like me. When you know, when you said you like me. When you said I love you most ardently, that whole thing. She's like, wait, you said that. He's like, wait. Propose, 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 propose. Half zombie, half an <laughs> no, whoops, shouldn't have said that. Uh, my bad. Yeah, oh, that's a secret. <laughs> I can't say that. Oh. Of taking me for your husband. Well, that's a different way to phrase it. Gives, it's, the, more it's the 2016 feminist. This is when Hillary Clinton was running for president of Magellan. Yeah, you're right. We were all more feminist. <laughs> Gis. Okay. How many movies, how many commentary chats films have had kissing? Come on. Enough kissing. Or have like ended in a kiss? Yeah. Enough kissing. Denny. He um, kisses cheek a little bit. Oh, if you give us the double wedding right now, this is going to be yes, silly yes, as yes. hell. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And this woman and this zombie. Stop. He's not a zombie, but. They really are doing the 95 one more yeah. than they're doing. I wonder if this scene is in that. Because you said you didn't finish finish the book. No, but I don't think it's in the book. The, yeah, right. This man and this woman and this man and this woman. I think that's an invention of the miniseries. Too silly. The brides. I was going to say, the only reason they framed it like this was to give Matt Smith more to do. And so Aww. they didn't have to put people in the church. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have to remember that <laughs> there's other characters. Extras. All right, more more kissing. All right. Yeah, okay. They're like in parallel. This is weird. Yeah. We're all here too. We were also in the movie. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And then Mr. and Mrs. Bennett say, God has really smiled upon us today. Hasn't he? Has no. Oh, no. We're just. Wow. What all right. A, come on, guys. Underwhelming Give me... ending. No, no, no. We're going to. Uh, come on. I'm watching the whole credits, guys. I know we don't we don't always watch the credits on uh there's not on commentary. There's not anything though. Mm. That's it. That's okay. the ending. Okay, well, fine. I I don't think they ended that well at all. It ends so clean. That I think that was a really poor ending. Because it's so clean? Because it like, it just it's so flat. Like the bad guy, is um, is Wickham, but the way that he gets done in is he just gets trampled by the horse, and that's it. Wait, wait, what? wait. What? Why are you watching? No, is there more? Yes. Oh, I closed it. Damn. No, dude, dude. <laughs> I hope everyone at home is keep watching. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna open it back up. Oh my god. Are you kidding? 
Shut up. Come on. Okay, All right. Don't I wouldn't. Spoil it. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. <sighs> okay. I'll reopen it. Are you. But. And they. And that's. How long? Is this like a 30 second thing? Yeah. Okay. The, the credits don't go on for very long before it happens. Okay, that would, that's definitely the end of it. Okay. I just reopened it, so I'll react to it live. Yeah, thank you. The rest of us okay, can so they're walking out of their wedding. Yeah. Smiling, everything's fine. But then off in the distance, what do we see? It's the space aliens from Kung Pao Enter the Fist. Mm-hmm. Applause stops, it says. Okay, we're looking pretty serious. Oh. <laughs> okay. That's the correct response. Okay. Those are just all the zombies there? Mm-hmm. But who's leading them? Is that Wickham? Oh, yeah. I thought he got trampled yeah he's a zombie he can survive stuff like that he ran like there's like the four horsemen and him and he's running forward with the big gun that's yeah that's ostensibly what i predicted except he's not headless so then the movie doesn't get it does it's not resolved like we we, yeah there was gonna be a sequel they didn't make a sequel there was not gonna be a sequel no but that that ending sets up a sequel i'm saying to do what to have one fight and then it's done that ending yeah or bad. then fine fine then there's no su- sequel fine about that ending was bad we're not actually okay. fighting you and me no we're bad yeah we are we're bottling no we're not it's it is dumb i agree with you uh hey mage can i run to the bathroom real quick and then we can do the outro yeah i'll just rank this on my flick chart while you're there oh yeah perfect okay okay then i don't have to cut anything great cool. you're back guys all right so for those of you still with us um after we watch a movie for commentary chats if you haven't uh subscribed to our patreon and heard those movie commentaries that we do uh we like to put those movies on our flick charts flickchart.com is a wonderful website where you can essentially uh rank movies and the way they do it is they have movies face off against each other one-on-one and you can either just tell it to give you a bunch of matchups and then it will generate your list of films based on what beats what. And essentially as soon as a film beats some another film, it gets put above it in the rankings. Um, so you can do that, or you can actually search up a specific movie and have it get placed onto your flick chart um, by matching it up against other things. So let's do that. Um, interestingly, first film that Pride and Prejudice and Zombies is matched up with is Shaun of the Dead, which is, uh, we compared it to that. So I'm going to go ahead and give it to Shaun of the Dead because I think that that's just a better film. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies versus Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I'll give it to Rudolph, I suppose. Uh, versus Buzz Lightyear of Space Command, The Adventure Begins. Oh yeah, there's like a Buzz Lightyear animated movie. I'm going to give it to Zombies. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies versus 13 going on 30. It's got to be 13 going on 30 for sure, for sure. This versus Spy Kids. Got to be Spy Kids, sorry to say. Um, This versus Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. I don't remember which one on Stranger Tides was. So I'm going to give it to Zombies. I'm back. Hey, 
Pride and Prejudice and Zombies versus the new guy. I don't remember what the new guy was, so I'm gonna give it to. Isn't that Ryan Reynolds? Zombies. Um, let me look it up. Actually, the new guy film. Da no guy. The new guy. Nerdy high school. Oh wait, 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 wait. Oh, I like the new guy. Oh, just kidding. It's a movie where DJ Qualls. Oh. Is the new guy at a high school and he okay. like pretends to be really cool and makes a fake persona and the love interest is Eliza Dushku. So that might yes, be one yes. of the this... reasons that I like that movie. That's actually, I remember that was a phase when you were just watching Eliza Dushku movies. I was just watching any movie that was on Hulu and they had weird movies. Uh, uh-huh. Zombies versus Inspector Gadget, the 99 film, which nobody wants us to watch for commentary chats, unfortunately. I'm gonna give They're it all to, wrong, but that's okay. To, well, I'm gonna give it to Gadget, and then this versus the Men Who Stare at Goats, which is a surprisingly boring film. So I'm gonna give it to Zombies. That's what I remember hearing. The like trailers were fun, and then the movie was boring. Yes, uh, I remember like really like needing to watch it. I had the feeling of like, oh my god, I have to watch this movie. And then I, my mom recorded it super boring uh, for me, and then it was really boring. Oh. Uh, it ended up at 573 out of 674 on my flick chart. So that's pretty low. Pretty low, yeah. I think it's lower yeah, than I mean, maybe a... it should be, but it it's also doesn't need to be higher. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it it definitely ranks low in my heart. I'm not gonna go through the, the flick chart process right now, but yeah, it's just like you guys did that. You're allowed to do that. I validate your choice to do that. Yeah. But. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln Vampire just... Hunter is just so much better. It's like such a fun film. The hill you're going to die on? Yeah, it's really fun. And it like resolves and is satisfying. That felt yeah. pretty unsatisfying at the end. I just feel like when I watch stuff like this, it's a relic of. A period of time where instead of just engaging with the original text, people all like this was much more common was the like, but what if we made yeah. it silly and rewrote it? Sure. And I, I mean, I like that, that kind of thing. Um, uh-huh. But it obviously creates good and bad versions. And I don't think this was a particularly great version. Yeah. yeah. I think there are parts of it that were better than I expected. Yeah, for sure. Like, the action scenes are pretty fun and the violence isn't too gratuitous. I think like compared to a lot of zombie stuff, um, especially early on, it's pretty like stayed almost like it, it holds its hand back a little bit. Uh, and they do all the beats. They successfully hit all the beats. They do, you know, it's a crowd pleaser. Um, but like, I'm never going to think about that movie again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's just in that, in that malaise of like, yeah, that seems, that was fun. I didn't, hate it yeah uh and i didn't hate this wonderful season of chats that we've just completed um so yeah a bit of a weird one to end on but that's the end for now um of season eight of chats which is chats and prejudice and it's time for us to look forward magellan to what we're going to be watching and discussing next in our endless crusade (laughs) mm, to uh to watch every tv show yeah how many can there really be a hundred two hundred like come on so, <laughs> I'll, uh, I can you may be wondering. introduce it to the people if you want. Oh, go for it. Go for sure. it. Sure. So, we uh, want to continue to do some mini series because we kind of like the idea of spending the summer 
uh, just doing like a mini series a month or so, maybe a little bit more mini series every couple of months, something like that. Uh, so we just did Pride and Prejudice. We had a great time with it. And we were originally thinking, okay, we're going into July, 4th of July. We'll do some sort of, I'm an American history teacher, so we'll do some sort of American history miniseries. And um, given kind of the context of what's going on in the country right now, thinking about out of all the American historical miniseries that have made like a significant cultural impact, which of yeah. those do we choose? Um, and it's an imperfect bunch to be sure. And I think, it, you know, in the show we're watching next, we're going to find some imperfections and some weirdness. Uh, but I think it'll be an interesting journey. Uh, we are going to be examining the 19, is it 77? I believe it's 77. The 1977 historical miniseries uh, Roots. Hit him with the theme song. Roots has a theme song. It does. I looked this up to make sure I could say that. <laughs> okay, good. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. Yeah. Yeah, folks. It's the very first, uh, I think one of the very first roles that LeVar Burton ever had. I think that's true. Uh, the tale of the family and legacy of uh, imprisoned slave Kunta Kinte and his liberation. Uh, it's it's one of those that people have, it's another like classic thing where we've heard people talk about it forever. And it seems culturally significant, not only uh, for the fact that it chooses to somewhat, somewhat realistically cover uh, American uh, enslaving African folks, but mm -hmm. also uh, it's like an important television show. It, it pulled in some of like the highest ratings yeah. of the decade. It's still the finale is one of the, the highest rated finales of all time. Um, it launched the career of LeVar Burton. It's got Ed Asner in it. And do we think it'll be an interesting watch? It's not always going to be a funny watch. You know, chats, we can often pride ourselves on our ability to goof and laugh at things. And we've both watched the pilot of Roots already, the first episode. Uh, and while it is, uh, you know, a little bit dated in some charming ways, it's also, we're getting into some serious subject matter. Yeah. Um, so we're not going to shy away from talking about that stuff. Yeah. And we'll we'll try to handle it as sensitively and appropriately as we can. Yeah. Um, Roots is pretty easily available for people who want to watch it online. Um, I know a lot of schools showed this back in the day. Uh, I was able to find it. We were able to, you're able to rent individual episodes off of Amazon. Mm -hmm. um, so the seven episode run uh, is all on there. Uh, and then however you're able to acquire it, we encourage you to watch along with us. Um, and we're going to be doing that starting uh, next week. Yeah. So, and we um, we'll talk about this uh, in a moment. But yesterday on our Patreon on July fourth, we actually released a pilot chats discussion of Roots as well as another American history miniseries, John Adams. Um, so you can hear kind of our initial thoughts and some more of the framing with which we're going into the show, which we won't lay out here, but um, maybe could help to enrich kind of the context of why we're choosing to do this next mm -hmm. so yeah patreon.com slash chatspot i think that brings us to the plug zone Magellan. yeah it sure does you can get in touch with us in a number of different ways everybody you can email us uh at gmail.com <laughs> jesus 
<laughs> yeah. You yeah, log you into back- your email account. Type in your username and password into Gmail. Uh, if you have two-factor authentication, <laughs> enter that. And then email us at chatspot at gmail.com. You can also mm-hmm. follow us on Twitter or tweet at us uh, at twitter.com slash chatspot. Or if you would like, and or if you would like, you can join the listener community over at reddit.com slash r slash chatspod, where they're listening back to old chat seasons, talking about the episodes recently released. All of that stuff is going on there. So there are a number of different ways that you can engage with us. Uh, You can also support the show. We just talked about our Patreon. It's over at patreon.com slash chatspod. You can back at a couple of different levels. Uh, at $1 a month, you get access currently to my solo uh, journey through the X-Files called the Chats Files. At $3 a month, you get access to our thrice monthly bonus content uh, that you can also vote on uh, regardless of the, the dollar tier that you're at. For the month of July, here's the announcement, the exciting Uh-oh. announcement. Stinky. Uh, <laughs> yesterday, we released a pilot chats of Roots and John Adams for the 4th of July. Next Saturday, we are going to be releasing a Chats Nights where we're just kind of doing a vibe hang chat session, chats session. Uh, Then the third Saturday of this month, we'll be doing a movie commentary of the film Blade. And then in the fourth Saturday of July, we are going to be doing again a double feature pilot chats of uh, watching the first episodes of Firefly and Dollhouse. Uh, and thinking about, did Joss Whedon do anything good besides Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Who could say? Um, and we'll talk about if either of those shows are viable options for us to do on the main feed in the future. Uh, so that's $3 a month. And then at $5 a month, you just do that because you love us. And I think actually there are some older episodes that you can only get if you back at 5 because they used to be $5. I'm not sure about right. that. Right, $5 right now guarantees you have the whole backlog. Yes, yeah. Because we've, we've goofed with tears at this point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's that's all that stuff. And then we like to end our episodes by doing a little recommendation, each of us uh, pointing you towards something that we enjoyed that's outside the scope of what we talk about on chats. But if you want to just, you know, watch, listen to, play, experience something between now and next week, uh, we have some chatsums for you. So Alan, what's your chatsum for this week? Oh, buddy, I got a double chatsum for you this week. Ooh, okay. Believe it or not, and I don't know if you believe it, but I you believe gotta it. believe it. Um, one is a game that I've just been really enjoying that I think the average person listening to a podcast will like. Uh, I'm always looking for a good commute game, something really low impact, um, something either cheap or free on my phone, mm-hmm. uh, just to let the like 30 minutes that I have to take a train every, every weekday uh, go by quickly. And the one that's currently really... Uh, captured my time and attention has been uh, Golf on Mars, which is a delightful little chestnut from Captain Games, uh, who people who care about indie games may recognize from the critically acclaimed uh, Desert Golfing, which was another uh, really fun, chill mm-hmm. uh, mobile game mm-hmm. from like three or four years ago. I don't actually remember when. But basically, it's a, it's a very straightforward golf game. I talked about... Uh, golf with friends either on this or on another podcast yeah you mentioned it and oh what you mentioned it here i did perfect um so i've mentioned that i like golf golf on mars is a single player game that is side scrolling just like flat 2d art uh very vibrant and colorful though the idea is that you're you're doing the like pull and drag on your phone to to shoot a golf ball um 
but it's just it's got an incredible like physics uh engine system like the ball just moves very realistically and if you shoot it high enough to the sky the gravity of mars kind of messes with it and uh it has procedurally generated holes so every hole you do you finish and then the screen scrolls to the right and the next hole generates uh like in real time kind of Mm -hmm. and the hole is placed somewhere randomly so you might totally get an impossible hole uh i'm currently and also you get not nearly infinite holes there's like a hundred thousand plus i think developer was saying before you stop getting new generations um and i'm on hunt hole 543 and haven't slowed down a beat every time i'm like listening to something or watching a video i'm doing a couple of holes at golf on mars Hmm. it's surprisingly fun to just blast a little golf ball around and uh you know stuff like that Nice. I ran into a, a, a hole that I kind of ruined because there was a rock that I like knocked over and dropped over the hole. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm screwed. And I tweeted at the developer um, very politely just being like, hey, is this doable or did I like ruin my run? Because I'm on like hole 400 or whatever. And he got back to me pretty fast. And he was like, yeah, when you I programmed it. So when you do 25 strokes and you miss, you can skip the hole mm-hmm. because of that. And it kind of is like a clever but simple way to let people not screw their runs over. Yeah. That's Golf on Mars. I believe it's like $3 on the App Store, and it's really worth your time. Um, it's really pretty, too. Even though it's like simple art, it's just a it's, an, it's a good time. Um, my other one is game-related. Uh, there's a YouTube series that I've been currently digging through the backlog of from YouTube user Matt McMuscles, who I believe, I believe used to be on a Let's Play channel. I'm not sure. Um, but he has this YouTube series called What Happened? Or what happened? H a p p u n, as it's stylized, and uh, he does these really great, well paced, well written, little deep dives on games, video games that uh, were huge flops, uh, ranging from stuff like Haze to Daikatana to Mortal Kombat Special Forces to Human, like all sorts of like, oh, I know that game. What, whatever, what did happen to that? Um, uh, specifically, I can't got back into his stuff because he did a video on Street Fighter Cross Tekken, the like mm-hmm. attempt to make a crossover of those games that failed ultimately because the developers thought, oh, we'll just get the whole Street Fighter audience and the whole Tekken audience to both buy the game and then it'll break even. And that's not how things work. So imagine go, starting from that mistake and going from there. It's really well done. What happened on YouTube? Check it out. What about you? What do you got? I have a podcast recommendation for folks. Uh, recently, a few as of a few weeks old, um, there is a new podcast from Mike Birbiglia called Mike Birbiglia's Working It Out. And uh, I'm a big fan of Mike Birbiglia. I really, really loved his, uh, his movie Sleepwalk With Me and um, generally like his stand-up a lot. And he has this new podcast, Working It Out, where he basically brings people on to talk through material that he like hasn't tried out before to workshop it. And like they workshop their material too. And I've, I'm only partway through the first episode, but the first episode is him with Ira glass where (gasps) he's working out the format of the podcast and like getting Ira glasses feedback on like how the podcast should work <laughs> and what? there's a bit where he's like oh man yeah we're gonna have a theme song it like actually it hasn't been made yet but it's gonna sound kind of like this and so he like sings the theme song to ira glass and then he like does the segments with him and he's like what do you think about that and ira glass like 
fixes all the segments and makes them good. Wow. Uh, and then I'm really excited because the second episode is with John Mulaney. Uh, Ooh, that's going to be a funny one. The third episode is with John Laster, who I don't know. Um, but I'm excited to listen to that. The, and then the... No, not the Pixar guy. No, no, no. Um, and then the fourth episode is Mike Birbiglia and his wife with the with uh, the singer of the national and his wife. <laughs> so they're all hanging out, uh, which is fun. So Mike Birbiglia is working it out. Very nice. I think I'll check some of that out, actually. Yeah. And that, dear, wonderful listener who has stuck through us, stuck through us, stuck with us through all these wacky times. Thank you for listening to our show. Thank you to Magellan for being the rock to my hard place. And thanks in general for listening to this episode of Chats and Prejudice. Sincerely yours, the Chats Kids.